Hello, everybody. Welcome to Maximum Libertarian. I'm Brian. And I'm Dean. And uh, we're here today. We're just testing out the... I got, hopefully, this new sound barrier is going to make it sound more like we're not in a well with the echoes and all that good stuff. The only bad thing is now all I can see is the top of Dean's head and why I'm sitting here looking. So I can barely see Brian's head. So yeah. I mean, so. yeah. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. So I guess let's start off real quick. I guess the big thing on Facebook and Twitter last night was the stimulus package, which is still going through Congress, and then it stops, and then it starts back up, then it stops. So President Trump has came out and said he wasn't to stop negotiations, and then, what, an hour or two later, he makes the announcement that we're going to restart it. Um, and Or he wants to just take a bill that has the $1,200 payment for individual Americans. Which, uh, quite frankly, any bill should be an individual bill if you're a libertarian. You don't want to have 17, 17 things put into a, a big porky bill. And uh, it was like Porky the Pig just got a hold of it, because uh, that's what the, the Democrats are trying to do is put like things that are good for them inside of the bill, and uh, that's what tr- I think Trump actually was not as smart. He is smart and he isn't smart. The first part he did when he said he's gonna he's gonna try for the Americans shows it like he was giving up to me, and when you do that, that's going to take anybody that was on the on the line with you, and basically. Uh, send them somewhere else. Hopefully that'll bring over to the Libertarian Party with our fiscal responsibility ideas. Um, but then again, a couple hours later, he goes back and says he'll sign a bill that is only for um, the $1,200 stimulus. Our, what, are we, what are we waiting for, Nancy? So he basically threw that in the Democrats' hands, and now they have to react. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Because then at that case, you know, if Democrats don't come back and, and do it, it shows they don't care about the American people. So it's pretty much a good, you know, our debt's out of control. There's no, I mean, but there's a lot of people, a lot of poor people struggling. And um, as a classical libertarian, obviously, I, I we need the poorest people do need to help. Um, so, But the problem that we're having right now is so many people are in the situation they're in because of what the federal government and our state and local uh, governments have done. Oh, I agree. Um, so in turn, I don't know if by him doing what he's done, I don't know. I don't see anything libertarians picking up any votes because everybody who was on my Facebook feed and that I've talked to have been very anti the twelve hundred dollars. I personally. It's it's a weird, strange situation because you're how are we, what are we supposed to do when we have um, the situation is caused to these people by the government? So then the government solution is to we're going to you know we're going to just print more money and hand out. Well, the so in turn, the solution is going to be worse. It's just going to be it's it will be just as bad as what um, what they've done to people. The government put us in this position. Now the government wants to take us out of the condition. The problem is the damage is already done, and you know you've hurt so many American people, and so many people have lost their jobs, 
And, and there's out, there's companies that say, oh, we're hiring, we're hiring. It's true, there is some people that are hiring. Very few are. A lot of them are interviewing people and actually just putting them on a waiting list until it gets better. And that just is not, I mean, that's kind of misleading in its own right. And someone that personally actually has applied to some of these places and gotten told that, it just is like, why would you put in the first place that you're hiring people? I mean, when you can hire, you give people false hope, and that's a bad situation. Because, you know, I'm a, I am was affected um, the, the, when I worked at a hospital facility uh, doing uh, valet type work. That's one of my jobs. The other one, obviously, is the weather. Uh, it's my main job is the weather. Uh, and that actually is going to get better this year because a lot of people have done landscaping and snow plowing. They, they all got bigger. It's Stuff around the house has gotten a bigger thing. But what I'm coming at is that other job, it... it we can't because social distancing issues can't go back to work and people like us that are that had a good job and were getting good pay and loved our jobs can't continue to do that job because the government this this covid situation made it bad and the government basically you know screwed people around for a while and it's you know people are like my biggest thing i got i had 29 <laughs> 29 notifications this morning. A lot of them went behind when I said Trump committed political suicide. Well, the first, when he first did that, I believe he did. Because he basically said to the American people, he gives up on you. And no president should ever give up on anybody. You know, the president should be the cheer, biggest cheerleader. And I understand Nancy Pelosi is, is the problem, but um, they're both the problem, really. So that's that's an interesting thing and i guess we'll get into something that i'll discuss in a little bit about um roanoke city it's kind of interesting thing i read yesterday on roanoke city uh which might help out caesar a little bit but we'll see well i just think once again to to just to end this i, I do think that we do have an issue the solution the cure that they're doing is not a cure it it's actually we're making the matter worse so not only has the government killed a lot of the small businesses and but now their solution is to turn the dollar useless and we're going and it's going to become it's in a few soon sooner than later it's going to be worthless it's monopoly money as is right now but then it's really going to become monopoly money so um and, and that bothers me that politicians don't tell the truth to the people of when they holler for like free health care, free medical, uh, free education. Free ain't free. They're, they're not telling the truth. What bothers me is when I saw like Harry Reid, who would cheerleader uh, the, you know, Medicaid for all and all that good stuff. And then when he was well, when he was then when he was out of office, he's talking about Medicaid for all, how it's going to bankrupt the country. But they're not telling the people that, and that really bothers me. I think the libertarians have a really piss poor marketing, and we'll get into that later. Um, but too, but I really think one of our biggest things that we've got to get down is the. Um, is our marketing and the way that we tell people things because like I said we can sit here and tell them the truth people don't want to hear the truth because they're scared they're, they need the money they want that $1,200 and I get it but if 
me saying we can't give it to you because it's going to hyperinflation or whatever the case might be, it's not going to be good. And, you know, it doesn't help in the state of Virginia, too. You have people that were on unemployment or on employment and just the extra money that they had through the CARES Act there, a day before they're about to get the money, tell them, hey, October 15th. And, you know, how many people actually had plans for paying their bills and paying, getting back caught up? And it's rough on everybody. It's just, right. it's just a government, piss poor government uh, management. That's why you need government out of things. Yep. Some, look, this is what we, I think maybe we were talking about it last week or maybe I was talking with someone else in personal, private conversations. But the one thing that has bothered me about this whole COVID thing is like we've got certain numbers now and we're instead of us sitting down going, all right, let's discuss and see how we need to uh, make this correct. We are almost at a point where we're going, uh, I made a mistake. And this is what the government, this is the government speaking. I made a mistake. We've, we've closed a lot of small businesses. We've killed them. A lot of people have died. Instead of like looking at the numbers and fixing it and making adjustments, they go balls to the wall and they continue on with the bad policy, the bad ideas. If we know something don't work, let's quit doing it. Let's quit making this whole nonsense. You know, they talk about six feet, uh, social distancing. I get it. But the problem is when I go into Walmart, it gets into the HVAC system. So across the room... That virus is going to be 27 feet away. You know, do you really think six feet is going to make a difference? And it's and it's really what we a lot of people found out, and we don't want the people that actually study this and medical doctors, is that it's about exposure time versus an amount of amount of virus load versus coming in contact real quick with it. Right. So you you sit 15 minutes with somebody that has the virus. Within a couple feet, say, with no barriers or anything, then you have a higher chance of getting it. Whether and it, you might have went through a little COVID cloud, where you don't get it because it's just such a minor amount. And people that wear masks, it's even it's even that's why they say masks actually do work because um, the filtration, especially. I mean, you anybody can go out and get KN95s off Amazon. KN95s, which is the Chinese version of the N95. They're better than just a radical surgical mask or a cloth mask. But they're also saying in those same things that we may become a little more immune to it if you wear the mask because little bits of particles from that virus are getting to you. So now your immunity is starting to kick up to it. So there's a lot of things that are being studied. It's, it's just so new. That's the problem. Uh, it's half the problem is it's so new and we don't know the... Uh, and, and the reason why, you know... I don't criticize our lo our officials with some with when it starts out when it started out because no one knew. So whenever I hear Joe Biden talk about how Donald Trump's reaction, Joe Biden and the Democrats, they were saying open up, go to Chinatown, celebrate the Chinese New Year, and then they're like no no, and then they're calling Trump a xenophobe, which that's what I have the big issues with is when people say Nazis, fascists, you know they don't. I tell people all the time, don't, you can go and have a debate and like, I don't like Trump because of A, B, C, D. Hit this, these are the policies. I don't want to sit there and go, I don't like Trump because he's a fascist, Nazi, homophobe. 
And then I say, well, give me some examples. And no one can ever give you an example. You know? What I really hate, actually, is when people... He got the virus, you know, people and people wishing death on him. I think that's a bad thing. I think it's it's wrong. Um, people should stop doing that. It's just not right of an American. It's an Look, American doing that. I think it was worse them sitting there calling him a Nazi and fascist, and then as soon as he gets the virus, they start come praying for his well being. Him and Melanian. True. I th- you know when I was in the Navy, there was this guy, and he fell into the manhole. Okay, like they were doing a weapons load on the sub. Yeah. And um, sub base up in Nuke London, Groton, Connecticut. Um, yes, Connecticut. The uh, I, I guess there was a lot of steam, you know, power with steam and stuff. Mm. And arms. the guy came was had to come in early to bring the arm because he was in the he was a torpedo man. And I think if I if now this is my speculation, I think he was doing like the whole Batman thing where he jumps over the manhole that has a lot of steam because it's cool. It was a cold morning, so there was a whole bunch of steam coming out. He it had no manhole cover. I think he, so. I think he was going to jump over it and like flap his coat open and everyone be like, "Ooh, look, there's Batman." That's what I'm speculating because at no point was the fog ever so great I only could see an inch in front of my face. Because yeah. honestly, if I could not see, I would either shuffle my feet or I would quit walking. One of the two. Well, he falls into the manhole and uh, he's burned from the waist down. I mean, his long johns are melted to him. He lost nine toes. Uh, he, he had to be discharged from the Navy medically. I mean, he, he was damaged, right? And we heard about it because we were uh, doing fire training that day. And the guy said, did you hear about Brown? He got hurt. And we're like, no. And he told us. We went down there. We saw a guy who was on the boat. And I, we said, hey, what do you think about Brown? He goes, you know, I would never wish that on a dog. But... Um, I still didn't like the son of a bitch. And at the time, I went, wow, that's so cold right there at the same time. But the reality was that more I thought about it, he, he didn't like him when he was healthy. He didn't like him when he's injured. You know, he at the same time, he wasn't wishing ill will on yeah. the guy. But to me, I think I've I, I got so much respect for that guy. When he said that, and I even told myself, I said, that's how I want to be. If I don't like you now, I'm not going to like you when you're sick. I'm not going to like you when you're dead, and especially not going to like you when you're dead. You, you know what I'm saying? I got your point. And so in turn, I think that's, to me, I, I didn't like people wishing ill will on the guy, but I really, did, uh, at, at, at the same time, I, the people sitting there uh, wishing him well after they call him a liar or you know he, yeah. he caused all of these Pelosi yeah, yeah yeah anything and everything you know it's nonsense so I read something yesterday it was interesting that Democrats put it out it's actually somehow I got a hold of it with somehow I'm still connected with the on Facebook with the Blue Ridge Democrats because when I was came down here I was still involved with the Democratic Party but they actually put a thing out um, the Republicans did a uh, in the city did a you know one of those uh ballots where it's filled out well they have an interesting thing there first of all they call it caesar an independent and i went very quickly and told them um it's two independents and a libertarian 
And I, and I went to explain to this person about libertarianism that we do not hate the Democrats, we do not hate the Republicans, there's stuff that are, that we do that is very uh, democratically, uh, like your criminal justice reform, marijuana, marijuana legalization, uh, LGBTQ, stuff that's very important to Democrats. And I said, and there's stuff with you know Republicans, but we're our own, we're own party about individual liberty and not hurting others. But anyway, they put this thing out that has David Bowers as their pick for Republicans. On that ballot, they have circled in David Bowers. It made a very interesting thing. You know, David Bowers jumped in late to this. So the Democrats were picking Dave Bowers? No. Or the Republicans? Republicans. Okay, gotcha. So they're like, look, he's a Republican plant, basically. I'm like, Dave Bowers never been a Republican plant. He's far no. from one. Um, but I, fi- I find it funny how mediocre they do things and how they don't do the right thing. I explained to this person who put this post out, we have a libertarian. It's the first one, I explained everything to her. First one in history, uh, first one, you know, it's a young libertarian. There's people that are not going to like Caesar. They're going to be dead set socialist Democrats and vote that way. But I hate to say, but I put it on the community page, I've gotten some responses back that they're going to vote for Caesar. And I said to them, if you can, vote only for Caesar and not for others in the city council because that's giving other people votes versus. You know, this Caesar. The, you know, I was talking to Caesar yesterday because we were putting up yard signs in different locality locations around the city, and actually talking to some of the businesses. But well, if you're yeah, if you're in Roanoke, make sure you go see the Registrar's office full of Caesar, Caesar right. sign. And, and we Joe, flooded that son of a bitch. And, and Joe Jorgensen signs. Yeah, so. I made sure I was down there and put uh, some up too. I uh, but me and him were talking yesterday, and I said. When it comes to just vote Caesar, I understand the idea of it, but the problem is it's a harder sell because, for instance, yourself, let's let's just say you were a city of Verno, you were just a voter, you weren't affiliated with any party, and you're like, oh, I don't like the three Democrats, I, I like Caesar, you're not just going to stop with Caesar. If You might be sitting there going, I want to have some turnover. Or some monkey wrenches thrown into the gears, you know, throw some chewing gum there, whatever you want to say. If they threw the Republicans in there, I mean, <laughs> so in turn, you, it's harder to sit there and go go all down the list for, or just put Caesar. A lot of people are going to go, I can vote three times, there's eight people there. If Caesar can't get on, but I can get uh, whoever the two Republicans are. Why not put them on there? That and I, I was telling him that, and I was like, "It's a hard sell, and I don't know how to sell it." I told him, "That's yeah, a hard sell." If if he decides, I know he's he, he's he's possibly going to run for House of Delegates if he don't win the seat here on City Council. We're gonna have a huge, which, which is fine. But but hold on a second. Uh, that that's cool. I hope he. I would love to see him win the City Council. Honestly, yeah. Um, but if Caesar. Uh, doesn't make city council he'll run for house of delegates if you don't make if you don't win that seat he said he might run for city council again maybe you know he, he's got like a three-step thing and i told him that if that was the case we've really got to make sure to load the city or get get two more people but if, uh, I, got two people. Many, I got two more people right andy and you well we could 
But at worst case scenario, I'm telling you, I want to make sure that we load because that way you're not going to lose your three votes. Yeah, you have three votes. Like, like I said, and, and, and it's not that I'm – I get the concept of what Caesar's saying, but at the same time, if I'm just saying, hey, I just want to throw a monkey wrench in, I just want – in the end of the day sometimes, I want the government to stop. And, sure. like, let's look at this. Hmm. Uh, you know, here's here's something that I know people probably be controversial for absolutely no reason. But they paint it on the sidewalk or in the street and racism now. And I think it's a fine statement. I, I have nothing against that. The problem is I think there might be laws that you don't paint on the street because you're guiding traffic. So the last thing you want is to have all this stuff on the thing. No matter what the message is, good or bad, um, now now what do we, you know, no one sits back and goes, hey, let's do it. Now, had me saying that, that means I'm an immediate racist in some circles. And that's complete nonsense. I don't, but it it, it frustrates me. But like, because we rush into things. If it's the bus station, um... You know, they've already failed that twice. They rushed into it, and they're changing the zoning law. Um, they're, they're, but they're, like I said, hopefully Caesar gets the ballot, gets on there. God, hopefully he'll. If he don't get in the city council, I hope he goes to Richmond because there's a couple issues in Richmond that I want to see. And it may protect. actually be to the benefit of Caesar if he doesn't win the city council. Because there's a good chance that uh, Rizul's going to run for lieutenant governor, which then leaves his seat open, which then gives Caesar a much better chance, especially what he believes in, to get to other Democrats and Republicans and our Libertarians and actually have a good chance of winning. And we have a great, I mean, we looks like we have a great set of people that, you know, two of us have already uh, put in our uh, statement of organizations, which is Joe Paschal. For Southside, or Joe Gaskell for uh, will be for delegate, and then myself, we both put in our statement of uh, statement organizations. So we both are, you know, kicked the ground running. And I know Caesar's waiting to see what happens with the city council, and I, I really hope he does great in the city council race. If not win, it would be great to see him win. And you know, Brian's name's been out there. Uh, I guess when I put that thing on the Roanoke uh, community page, it's went around the community a little bit because. My dad, me not even talking about it, my dad heard that Brian's name uh, potentially for mayor. So, you know, let's you know, let's think about it this way. If we can run uh, Brian for mayor next yeah. time, it'd be even better because yeah. it'll be like it'll be like Kane running for Knox County. Brian is the sensible guy you need <laughs> Shit. for you know, for your. For your uh, <laughs> you think it's funny? You know, no. I, I was thinking. You know, I was talking to Caesar, and I was like. Uh, I was talking about Adam Kokesh, which he's one of my favorites. You know, I remember he was one of the first guys that I started really when he was doing Adam versus the man more regularly. Oh, he's doing it more regularly now. Oh, he's doing it back, and I'm glad. I, I think Adam's a good guy, and I like a lot of his stuff. Uh, but I remember I was like, yeah, Adam's a lot far. He's a, I don't know which way libertarians go, so he's a real far libertarian. Will Hammer's, if you put me and Will Hammer and like a little needle... Will Hammer is going to be further from me as a libertarian. Yes, and I. And Derek, much... Derek Maddox is further from me as a libertarian. 
both guys I get along with great, and if they when they run, if they, whatever they do, I, I'm a hundred percent supportive. I, there's it's funny because me and you are really close in our beliefs in the libertarian message, and then but but like you said, Will Hammer, Derek, those people were still really good, and like, and then like Adam Kokesh is out there with like Derek and Will and stuff like that, and Will might not even be as far as Derek and. I would say uh, I think okay. Will's closer to us than, than I, that, I don't know. I don't. He's know. further away than he used to be. He used to be closer to our. Uh, side and that's cool. I mean, I'm down hey, with. Hey, everybody changes as libertarians. Right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, you go either left or right, or uh, more radical, or or more um, socialist, and hopefully we don't go that route. But so uh, I know that we had the. Uh, but Caesar was telling me he goes, "Well, you're real far. I consider you a real far. Me a real far libertarian." And, and it made me, me. It made me <laughs> laugh because it's like I don't consider like I know for a fact that if I was to take that, that's what bothers me more than anything is these libertarians out here, and they well if you know if you had a real libertarian run I'd vote for them. No, you wouldn't. If you had a if we had a real libertarian out there, you'll be scared because oh, yeah. you're going to have all your little government. Um, Amenities taken away real quick. If you have that real, true, hardcore libertarian, and let's be honest, that's I know, <laughs> and I'm down with it. But my thing is, I'm like a more like a Larry Sharp, where we need to step down, step down, step down. We don't just fly off the cliff, Which, you know. Actually, and I'm going to learn how to use my squirrel suit as I, you know. After just get it out of the package without asking somebody. It's actually something that somebody posted last night, and I actually went went with it. I thought it was really interesting. Um, when it came to your four, the people that you've, uh, your four, your top people that you, uh, let me look look what exactly what it, what was posted here because I put somebody posted it and I wanted to go through it because, um, yeah, it's here it is. And it's funny how John John uh, Kennedy did his four pictures, but it's show four people that define your political ideology. So I'm going to ask you that, Brian. Um, who are your four people that four people that with four libertarians that would be your you know close to your political ideology? You know, when I saw that, I don't know. I, I had no clue. So I, because it flip flops, and the, I, I mean, mean, Larry Sharp could be on mine, but I put it this way: Joe Jorgensen was the fourth. Third was Gary Johnson. Ken Armstrong and Dr. Lark. Yes, I went. I went closer to that. But you got to say Rob Sarvis was close. You know, that's so close to my thing. John Kennedy was funny. You know, he put four pictures of himself. So I thought that was hilarious. He's our treasure. Um, but yeah, somebody put the people from South Park. But, and some people put Mises. You know, how that was going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, your Mises caucus people. But yeah, and you got Corey Faulkner. He put, you know, West Benedict. Uh, Sarvis and um, Larry Sharp, and that, you know, it's it, I agree with all of them. But it was interesting. It was an interesting post, and I I just had a little fun with it. And quite frankly, I could put Larry in there, and I could put Sarvis in there in a heartbeat. Uh, but coming now, to the top of my me, head, you know, Doctor Lark was at the top of my head. Uh, Ken Armstrong, I forgot all about him at first, and then I put, it was yeah. Um, I like. I mean, look, it, that's a hard thing, and I mean, everybody. I mean, the person who brought me to the LP was Ron Paul, you know. But at the same time, Ron Paul stayed in the GOP to help his boy out, which I have no issue with. But uh, that was God my, bless. He's that, doing better too. Uh, yeah, his stroke. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I like I said, Ron Paul is a, he's a huge influence. I would say the same thing. He's a huge influence in 
in libertarianism. A lot of people's libertarianism. He's done more to help the libertarian movement than a lot of people. He's still doing stuff. Even even though he stayed, and I know he's a lifetime member, which is good. Um, the Ron Ron Paul did a lot, and I think you know, he, like I said, he brought me to it because once once the Ron Paul movement was over, two thousand eight, I voted for him in the primary because I didn't want to vote for John McCain. And then in 2012, I, you know, I did the stuff with the Ron Oakers for Ron Paul. And uh, that was the end of, you know. But at, the, at that time, too, I, I can tell you, my relationship with the Roanoke City Republicans was a lot different because I thought we were all in this thing to advance liberty, you know. The only now, granted, there. No, I know. The Roanoke Libertarian no, uh, um, Republicans. But I mean, you know, that's that's the problem that you get sometimes. It's almost like veteran organizations. Like I'm in the American Legion, and then I'm also Am Vets. They all are doing their own thing. But at one hand, you know, you want them to all work together. But I know that if I really started to do it, one's going to try to s- start taking people from the other. Um, but that's all being a being in a veteran's organization is a lot different than being in a political situation in some aspects, I so, guess. So, this was posted up uh, by Martinsville Libertarians, which I always love. You know, Who? Eric. Martinsville. Oh, okay. Today's national debt is $27 trillion. Let's do a little timetable. November 2019 was 23. April 2020, 24. May 2020, 25. So, it went up a trillion in a, in, in a, and went up $2 trillion to 26. And today, we're at $27 trillion in debt in this country. Gotta love it. But as long as people are demanding $1,200 It'll be $28 trillion next uh, month. Shoot. It, I, I, you, you might be right. Maybe next month. Um, I just gotta go with... I just can't imagine like if Joe Biden wins and they push through all their... We're all screwed. Free college and free this. I, I'm scared. You know, you're I'm... Not, but I mean, like I don't look Here. at the Republicans and going, "Oh my God, they're going, they'll be their saviors." They, they won't. They'll, they're like, you had a good guy for the most part with Denver Riggleman. I know there are things with him, and I would have probably disagreed with. I think he's I a great know, man. He, but he, he did fine, and I liked him okay. Um, well, this is interesting too. But then they ran him out just because he officiated a gay wedding. And guess what? They just pulled all of the, uh, all of the funding. They're basically giving up on the fifth district uh, on Bob Good. They pulled the VCCC, the congressional people, pulled the money from the fifth district to send it over to your district. Actually, no, they didn't. They went uh, no two and seven. Two, was, yeah. yeah. Did they send pull it because they feel that he's not going to win, or did they pull it because they're like it's so red he don't need to help? <laughs> so red he don't need to help my butt. People, there are so many people, because I'm in this, in this group with 5th District, it was all political parties, and people cannot stand Bob Good, and they're, and they're writing in Denver Riggleman. So it's it's like he's probably not going to win. It's either going to flip, or if Riggleman might come out with some kind of a weird uh, write-in vote run. Um, but he wants to run as possibly an independent, um, a good chance as an independent uh, next year. For governor, and if we don't have one as a libertarian, somebody that I probably could support uh, or try to put up uh, to, for, for support from our party. And even better, what happens if he decides to join our party? I mean, he does have libertarian values. 
I mean, he might not be the perfect libertarian, but nobody is. He done right. more. He done more for other people. So, uh, quite frankly, if we didn't run a governor's person and Denver was running, I'd vote for him. If he runs as a libertarian, somehow gets the nomination and becomes a libertarian party member, same thing. Yeah, that's a. I'm glad you're talking about the him running for. And we were talking about Trump. I just want to talk about this real quick. I don't know if you watched that video. The guy with um, he's the attorney, the one who start who wanted to um, get recall SAS law. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Did you watch the video with him saying that had the libertarian like he was pretty much going after libertarians because he said that had libertarians not been in the race in 2016, Donald Trump would have won the election. He 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 said that had there been no libertarians and no other third party, Donald Trump would have won Virginia. Not going to happen. Um, and I thought that was the dumbest damn thing I'd ever heard. Because under that theory, all right, if libertarians are just going to vote for the Republican, okay, when we ran Matt Waters. Uh, or not Matt Wise, that was U.S. Senate. But, we'll, okay, we'll do Cliff Hire, we'll do uh, um, Rob Sarvis, 2013. For governor, wouldn't that theory show, since we didn't have anyone running for a lieutenant governor or for attorney general, his theory pretty much says that all independent and third party would vote for the Republican. Right? I, I yeah, assume, theory. It is so it's so ass backwards. He, you know, that uh, I, I wrote a message on comment, made a comment on Facebook, and just said that you know I'm dedicating my vote to Joe Jorgensen to him because it was such an asinine. It was an asinine uh, comment. Comment, and and, I, and, and nothing drives me crazy. And I've told so many people I'll never trash anyone for like voting for because I've made some. Probably, if you look at my voting history, some horrific votes. God, if you could only view uh, what you voted. If I could remember who I voted for. Imagine if they tracked that. That'd be bad. Well, I mean, not that I would really I care. made it public, I mean, but... Uh. Uh, but, like, you know, they had that, and then my... Uh, but... It's not necessarily mean that I'm going to just go straight down the list. There was people times I vote... I remember if someone tells me the truth, and I feel they're telling me the truth, then I give them my vote, you know. Yep. Even if I don't agree with them, well, this one lady I voted for for running city council just because she told me the truth, yep. you know. It's all about. That's what it's all about. Really, it comes down to. It's about the person, not going to be about the political party. And I wonder myself. You know, I know I got sixty or some people tell me they voted for me, uh, wrote me in because I, you know, with the situation last time for delegate, but three percent of people voted. Against, without me even being on that ballot, they voted against uh, Terry Austin. That makes you wonder what kind of damage I may do this to coming time. Uh, the, it might uh, be fun. The he already uh, knows I'm running. I know that for a fact. He's already raised three thousand dollars. He knows he's got a part, uh, somebody coming after him. Well, this is where, like, when I, I was talking to Caesar last night, and we saw there was a uh, billboard, and I know the the Lynchburg area libertarians. They did the two billboards for. Joe Jorgensen, which are phenomenal-looking billboards. Great-looking. Um, but the thing is, what bothered, but we were, we saw there was a couple here in town for an individual running for city council. 
And I told Caesar, I said, you know, that's what we need. We need billboards. And he said, well, they cost a lot. And I said, yeah, and that's where these libertarians that sit at home and they're keyboard warriors, they need to come out and start putting up yard signs, sharing posts, liking posts, and then putting in five, six, seven dollars, maybe a little bit more, you know. And uh, if you're not going to come out there and do the leg work, you know, people have this fantasy. And, you know, we talk to so many people that I don't feel like I don't feel they don't that they're, they're completely against voting force. What it is is a lot of times they don't feel if we're not showing a good candidate that's going to possibly win, then they're like, well, I'm going to have to just go with person A or B, you know. So in turn, I think the libertarians have really got to do some. I'll tell you exactly what I would do. Like right now, it's very frustrating because tonight's the vice presidential debate, right? <clears throat> Why? For the past two weeks, what should have been on television? Ads saying, Joe Jorgensen's on all 50 states. Why isn't she on the ballot? Call the uh, debate commission and be respectfully and ask them why. Tell them you want to see Joe Jorgensen on there. Why isn't Joe? Why isn't Spike Cohen on the debate stage tonight? He'd rip them He's apart. He's running, you know, she would rip them apart. Well, they'd all be okay, ripping So them in apart. turn, you, you would do like that. You know, you constantly say, why isn't they on there? Why isn't she on there? Boom, boom, boom. Every four years, we know, I can tell you the playbook. And I can tell you how you're going, how, what, what the strategy is going to be. And I've only been doing this for 10 years. It's time for the libertarians to really start going, all right, you know what I would do? For the next three years, we're going to start planning and we're going to do fundraising, massive fundraising, just to have ads on the presidential and, you know, and nationwide. You know, that's yep. what I would do. It would definitely make things better. Because people look look, if it if Joe Jorgensen's website crashed because of the debate performance of President Trump and Biden, had she been on there and would be able to explain what she wanted to do, just imagine. She'd win the debate just by, if she got one little chance to speak during that whole thing, she'd win the debate. Because money. she would make them smarter and look smarter than both She could have got money because they would have seen like, oh, there's a viable option. It would have been Jesse Ventura all over again. Yep. I think we'd be waking up on November 4th or the night of November 3rd and we might be seeing something a little bit different. We might all be drunk by the, uh, by the time November 4th actually ran around. Because I, yeah. I tell you what we would see. I would tell you if she was on the debate stage, you would definitely see a uh, major party status hit. Oh, not a doubt. Shut over the out. Major party would be across the nation. Uh, and that's about and as important as anything right now. Then she would, the candidate would be able to get the federal funds. And I, now I know we, I had a debate with someone before who said... Maybe we shouldn't, being libertarians, you shouldn't take federal funds to run a campaign. And in my head, true, we shouldn't even have it there. But that's the game that they're wanting to play. So I say play the, play the game with their rules. And then once you get there, you can make, you know, you can make the adjustments as seem fit. Make the decisions that you need to do to make things work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh so you got something else you want to talk about? No, actually, that pretty much runs what I have right now uh, going on that right. I've seen. And just want, you know, I've launched my website, davisonfordelegate.com. That's davison, D-A-B-I-S-O-N, for the number, delegate.com. 
we can raise funds already, uh, which I never knew the first time around. So you learn when you run once. And uh, you can always go there. But, uh, and of course, you know, right now until November 4th, we want to concentrate on Joe Jorgensen, joe20.com, Cesar Alberto, Citizens for Cesar Alberto on Facebook. Um, if you're up in Northern Virginia listening, uh, uh, Cesar, uh, yeah, Stephen Porter for Herndon. Uh, these are people that are running right now. And, you know, I think right after the election, we could start talking about House of Delegates and how we could change things in the state and how we could make them come to us f- for actual votes where we'll actually get things done, how libertarians can actually get things done. But I don't want to really discuss that until we get to the election and through the election because it's important to have those uh, things done first. But it is important also to start thinking about next year, and that's why me, Joe Pascal, um, Derek possibly, um, let me see, I'm trying to remember everybody that's running, but Caesar possibly, uh, if he doesn't win the thing here. That's why we need to think about next year. We need to think about small over large. Um, like I said, I could care less if we ran somebody for governor. I think we'll do more damage if we can get somebody in the House of Delegates, and then it'll be a stepping stone towards governor, towards bigger offices, and that's the way we have to do things, um, city council. So yeah, like you said, Caesar had a three-part plan. I have a three-part plan also, which is to run again. This will be my second for House of Delegates and then potentially um, run for actually the uh, Board of Supervisors in Bedford County uh, in 2023. Okay. Because, like I said, we got to do something local. If we go in locally... Well, I think it's just easier to be able to go around. It's, I mean, it's easy to drive Roanoke and go to the different locale, the businesses and different spots of Roanoke City compared to driving all over the state of Virginia. That's why Rob Sarvis was so successful because he got the mini, or not the minivan, but he got the, um, <coughs> he got his RV. He had someone driving it, and they went all over Roanoke, or all over the state of Virginia. And that's why he was successful. Um, You know? Yep. So, all right, we're we're hitting into the 45-minute mark. So, uh, since you're all done, and I'm all done, uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to us, and uh, hit the notification bell on the YouTube And until next time, I'm Brian. And I'm Dean. And we will see you later. Thanks for listening to Maximum Libertarian. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all other places you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at WeAreMaxLib. That is WeAreMaxLib. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Maximum Libertarian. Remember, get active, join your local affiliate, spread the word, vote Joe Jorgensen. Joe20.com, Citizens for Caesar Alberto at Citizens for Caesar Alberto on Facebook, and Stephen Porter at PorterForHerndon.com. You can also be involved with the state party going to lpvirginia.org. Till next time, stay free.